0: Hello to everybody and welcome to the first episode of our new series called Black Women Thriving with myself, Balisa Key. Well, first things first, thank you so much for lending me your ear. Thank you for pulling that chair as we have conversations with these wonderful women sharing their stories with us, their experiences with us. And first to share their story with us is a lady by the name of Zodwa Gwaga. And um, in my opinion, she's one of the multi-talented people that I know. She is really a woman of a different status. I have known her since I was a teenager. I would say what drew me close to her was her purity of heart and her gift in writing. Those are the things that really drew me close to her and just how now she has been growing in the business world and which is why we have her here to share her journey in business and how she is thriving as a businesswoman. Sister so, Audrey, you welcome to our podcast, Voice of Royalty. You're
1: welcome. Hi, Balisa. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I do not take it lightly. I really appreciate um, you seeing value in what I have to say. So I'm glad to be here. And hello to everybody that's listening.
0: Well, you're welcome. And I mean, we're happy to have you here. So tell us how did your journey into business begin?
1: My journey um, with business began when my husband and I felt a frustration with where we were um, in our own lives, and we we knew that we were capable of creating something that would bring innovation. Um, and for a good month or so we were cracking our skulls, thinking, what could we what could we introduce in our town that's not being done we were desperate to to bring innovation whatever we were going to be doing needed to be innovative we don't want to replicate something that was already in existence so um that's how delivery chap came about where we took an existing concept in your metropolitan cities and brought it to Queenstown and just customized it to Delivery Chap and the market of Queenstown. So that's how it began. It began with us wanting to break out of the status quo and bring innovation. Oh, wow.
0: So you guys wanted to bring innovation into town, and that's exactly what you did. And it actually makes me think of a certain speaker who once said, you need to look for what's missing in your town or in your community and ask yourself, how do I bring um, that into picture? How do I become a problem solver? And I think that's exactly what you guys have done in your town. So I just want to know, with I'm sure that you had a lot of business ideas. Why did you start off with a delivery chap? Why did you start off with this particular business idea and execute it?
1: We actually didn't have many business ideas. Um, we didn't have any at all. Um, like I'm saying, we 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 didn't want to repeat what was already in existence, and we just had to really assess the market and assess what other people were doing outside of of Queenstown and and. I think we, not even I think, I know that the Holy Spirit had a lot to do with the kind of business we went into. Because honestly and truly speaking, we could have chosen any other thing. But what spoke to us, what resonated with our spirits um, was Delivery Chap, an errand company. It was it didn't exist in Queenstown. And, you know, the market, we knew that the market would, would love such a service. So, so that's why we chose Delivery Chap. Um, it didn't exist where we were and the market wanted it. So we offered it.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. That's wonderful. So now I see that you have also dived into business coaching. You are a business promoter. You are a brand promoter, helping other businesses on how to brand themselves. You are also a sought after business speaker. What? (laughs) Please tell us how or what drove you into that route
1: um yeah in 2018 i decided that i want to upskill myself and i went for a, a certification course and i was certified as a life coach so when you've you've become a certified life coach you choose to niche yourself. So what I'm really passionate about, and I discovered this passion through our first business delivery chap is branding. So I decided that I'm going to be a brand coach because I realized that a lot of people have brilliant business ideas or they are brilliant individuals themselves. They just don't know how to brand themselves. They don't know how to brand their businesses and that's where their success lies in them branding and positioning themselves accurately. So that's something that was very close to my heart. And it just happened with me so automatically and so so easily. You know, I, I, I found positioning and brand creation for myself so easy, so fascinating and so beautiful because there's a lot of internal processes that take place in branding. And that's I teach on that a lot because I don't just do brand creation or brand management, I do that, but it's heavily embedded on personal development so that's how that happened and speaking well i i realized (laughs) when i spoke that people responded pretty well to what i was saying and the more i spoke the more you know the idea of becoming a speaker fascinated me because of the response that i would get that's how speaking happened i didn't even know i was a great speaker until people would tell me that you speak really well i was like Maybe that's something I could do like properly. So that's how that happened. I'm actually not a business coach. I'm a brand coach. So anybody who wants branding, you could say you want to be branded, not for business purposes, but for your own individual purposes, you want to be branded. I could brand you up. Um, So I think a lot of what's happening, um, the trajectory shifted after I went for my brand certification coach. Uh, When I got my brand certificate, um, certificate. (laughs) English guys, after I got certified as a brand coach, that's what I'm saying. And then, you know, that whole process cultivates the mind and um, brings a shift in, in paradigm. So that's how a lot of things just started unfolding. And me becoming who I am today is um, greatly attributed to me having gone through that certification certification process because it deals a lot with the individual, the mind, the paradigms, and how you operate.
0: So we can safely say that complacency is not good at all because you could have sat still and do nothing to upskill yourself, but instead you saw the need to upskill yourself. I just really like how intentional you are about your growth in the business. And one thing though that I really find it hard to believe is just how you did not know that you were well spoken. Like how did you miss that? <laughs> you know? Um but sometimes man, people see things in us that we don't really see in ourselves. And it is until they point it out to us and you you practice it and then eventually you're like, you know what? Actually I am gifted in this area of my life. So I want to know what is the biggest misconception about entrepreneurship.
1: The biggest misconception about entrepreneurship is that it's easy. <laughs> oh my! Oh wow! Ignorance is bliss, eh? But um, I've heard a lot of people that are that are comfortable in their in their in their jobs, and are just fed up with their jobs or, or for whatever reason. And they think, I wish I was self-employed because if I was self-employed now I'd be, I'd be home or my hours would be flexible or your people have no idea how strenuous entrepreneurship is. <sighs> you have, you have headaches, you have sleepless nights, you have worries, financial and otherwise. There is a lot of strain in entrepreneurship and people who want to leave their jobs just because they're fed up with their jobs and want more freedom and more time they will not find it in entrepreneurship instead they'll even be more frustrated than they were in their jobs and they will actually want their jobs back entrepreneurship is not a vacation entrepreneurship is not it, sitting at home all day, entrepreneurship is not having the whole day to yourself. Uh, literally, when you are an entrepreneur, you work 10 times harder than what you did when you were um, employed. And even 10 times might be an, an understatement. So that's the biggest m- misconception, that it's easy.
0: Oh, my goodness entrepreneurship is basically not that easy guys and um i just want to know we'll come back to 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 how is it not easy and and sector and i think you have explained how is entrepreneurship not easy um but you will get into details in in terms of that there's there's a question that i have for you but i just want to know before that have you ever experienced discrimination or prejudice based on your gender and race as a black young as a young black business woman
1: yes i have experienced um, discrimination and prejudice Um, and it's usually at the meeting stage when all a person has on you is your gender and your race and they really don't know the substance that you carry and the weight that you have So I have, but it it, it then became a lot easier to move on in that working relationship if it moved on um, when they realized that there's more to the race and there's more to the gender, that the substance that we're dealing with is actually, it outweighs whatever preconceived ideas that they might have had of my race and of my gender.
0: I really think that um, sometimes we have to work twice as hard simply because of our gender and because of our race. Because when you enter that room, the first thing that people notice is is your gender and your race, not knowing of the substance that you carry, like you said. I mean, it's the issue that's in the whole world, something that's happening not to just a particular person, but to a certain group of people. Um, But hopefully we will move past that and we will not not thrive because of such things you know what I mean so I often think that entrepreneurship is easier said than done (laughs) am I correct
1: you are 100% correct it is definitely easier said than done starting a business sounds so uh, so you know, so I don't know even the word, but you know, entrepreneurship is a buzzword in, in our time. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Everybody wants to hustle. But really only a few have what it takes and the capacity to build something and build it to a place of it being established and successful because of how difficult it is. There are many knocks on the road. There are many times where you just feel like giving in and giving up, but you really need the conviction. Um, The conviction of your why amongst other things really keeps you going. If you don't have the conviction of your why amongst other things, you will definitely give in because it's a lot easier said than done.
0: Absolutely, it is a buzzword in our time. Also, I think entrepreneurship sounds so fancy <laughs> because looking from outside, it's all glitz and glam because you have no idea what really goes down. you know. As a young person who aspires to be a business owner, to be an entrepreneur, I often think of one constraint and I'm sure most people that are listening will probably agree with me. It is this issue of capital. I have this brilliant idea, but where do I get these millions? Where do I get these thousands? You know what i mean and i I hear about loans, but am I going to get approved and if i do am i be am I going to be able to really pay it all back like there's also fear around acquiring funding for your business, and there's also n y d a s there's all these other sources that you could think of. Um, it's really something that we need to talk about.
1: Faith, Palisa. (laughs) Faith. Um, Because there are a lot of things that in our own life and our business journey that did not make sense and that were a pure product of faith. Even our car, when we started Delivery Chap all those years ago, When we had the idea for the company, we didn't have a vehicle, which is very instrumental in being an errand company. You need something to run the errands with. And we didn't have a car. And lo and behold, two weeks after we were discussing the business idea, my father-in-law gifted us with a car. And we were like, this can only be God. So in, in as much as we, we can and we should deploy our own efforts into making things happen, there is a huge um, aspect of faith that needs to be considered when there is no funding. We really need to um, throw our hopes to God and say, Lord, ECDC is not doing anything. CEDA is not saying anything. NYDA doesn't have money. This is the idea that I have and just pray that out and have faith that something will happen because God's resources really <laughs> are unlimited and I, I I operate heavily on that in as much I'm very very intentional and I'm very against the idea of let go and let God <laughs> to an extent because I love being intentional but i do let go and it's it's like it's 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 i do let go and let god but i don't at the same time i don't know if you 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 guys are understanding what i'm saying but in as much as you must be intentional to see that certain things are happening but when you can see that they're not happening all you really can do sometimes is is have faith um on a more practical basis you just have to exhaust every opportunity every possibility that there is within yourself and find creative ways as well of how to um generate the capital that you would need um whether it is by doing other other jobs that are not in in line with your business whether it is working and 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 saving towards capital but just try to be creative as 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 much as you can to to find but don't stop because you, you don't have capital there are many ways um to skin that what is it? Skin that cat? I
0: don't know. <laughs> we absolutely get you. And um, really, I do agree with you with faith. And I mean, the Bible says, walk by faith and not by sight. The righteous shall walk by faith and not by sight. And we are the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, we ought to walk by faith as well, even in our business. Uh, so it's, it really is a lesson or rather a reminder that faith really must be applied in all areas of our lives so now Sisotua, I, you are into business you are already operating how do you maintain success in your business or in your businesses
1: <laughs> by not giving up <laughs> i maintain by not giving up because there are many instances, even now that we're established and operating. There are many instances that may drive you to the to the verge of wanting to give up. Just this month, our driver, one of our drivers, he was in a in a in a motorbike accident, and it wasn't his fault. And the person who's liable for the accident um, is refusing to cooperate and pay for the damages. My driver is in hospital for the second week now. And he nearly, nearly lost his life. Um, You know, so I'm, I'm one driver down. The expectation is still the same. I'm in an emotional space because my driver almost lost his life. Um, business was very quiet this month. So there are a lot of things that just come at you that, that, you know, make the idea of giving up so tempting, but the conviction of, of my why keeps me going
0: my goodness i am so sorry about your driver and we wish him a speedy recovery and hopefully he will be back on his feet ready to work in no time moving swiftly along and this is probably our last question i'm so sad (laughs) what is the legacy that you want to leave in the business world or just in general in your life as a person, what legacy would you like to leave?
1: I want to leave a legacy of creating something out of nothing. A legacy of creating. Because one of the things that I'm very passionate about is um, the fact that we are hungry and poor and in lack because we don't create. Our, our wealth is in creation Because when we do create, we create solutions for other people. Solutions that other people are willing to pay for. Um, So I want to leave a legacy of creating in in the business world.
0: A legacy of creating something out of nothing. Wow, how brilliant is that? Sisotra, thank you so, so much for taking the time to sit down with us and have this very insightful conversation. It is not taken lightly. I thank you very much for your time. This has been great. And I'm sure everyone listening feels the same way. We have taken notes. We wish you nothing but the best with everything that you do. We can't wait to see you in billboards and your businesses. <laughs> it has been so wonderful. Thank you so, so much.
1: Baliza, thank you so much for having me on your show. I have had a blast answering these questions and I really hope that people who are listening will receive value from them.
0: And just like that, we saw our first episode of our new series called Black Women Thriving right here on Voice of Royalty Podcast with myself, Balisa Key. We just had a lovely conversation, very insightful and very inspiring and very refreshing with a lovely lady by the name of Zodiac Guaga. If you want to get in touch with her, make sure that you follow her on all, all her um, social media platforms. She goes by the name of Zoda Guaga on Facebook she unfortunately doesn't have twitter so on instagram she is official zoda um so do follow her and do check her out well from my side it has been wonderful thank you again for lending me your ear stay tuned because there is more of these conversations that are coming thank you and bye Oh, one, one last thing. He has a good woman. may we be them and may we raise them. Bye!